Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Introducing a new incarnation of world-renowned spiritual teachings, Higher Balance Dojo. Dojo is Higher Balance's latest digital training membership. Inside the Dojo studio, you'll find loads of curated content, handpicked and organized to help you learn the most important lessons and techniques that are guaranteed to bring about spiritual transformation initiate real mystical experiences, and inspire you to reach ever-increasing new heights on your journey to spiritual awakening. Sign up for a $1 trial to Higher Balance Dojo now and experience it for yourself by visiting hbidojo.com. That's h-b-i-d-o-j-o.com. In this clip, Eric discusses the truth behind the Mandela Effect and how the brain rewrites memories. Explore time-stepping and how to distinguish the true glitches in reality from false recollections. Enjoy. To see more and get a link to access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash EJP session 19. Would you talk about the difference between kind of what made you instead of just reacting and running, you you were observing yourself, correct? Yes. That part of yourself that's it's kind of watching you all the time. Uh, <laughs> that's your observer, correct? Well, I wouldn't say all of the time. It, it it's it's I just have a knack to catch myself doing stuff that I feel is not of my rational consciousness. It's, it's like I can see my biological body reacting to DNA, ancient, not whatever, you know what I'm saying, biological programming, and I'm able to observe it. It doesn't mean I didn't hustle to get the key in the door because I did, okay? But at the same token, I was observing myself, you know, in the second person, really amused by that. And, of course, made myself stop because I became even curious as to what animal is out there that would be loose on the streets of downtown Portland, you know, like, what, like what is going on, you know, it's like an American werewolf in London, you know, but yes, it was in the second person observing myself as things were happening, because whenever you step out of yourself, you, you, everything can kind of slow down a little bit because your higher consciousness processes at a much faster speed than your organic self processes. So you, you tend to be able to observe yourself probably by maybe a, a second faster than, than what yourself would do. So distance-wise, you travel two seconds faster in non-thought to three seconds faster for every one second in normal. Don't hold me to those exacts. But in either case, do you, do you understand? And that's how you observe yourself. Yes. And I mean, everybody's observed themselves. I would, I would imagine you guys catch yourself doing it and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
another one of those things that people would think is absolutely crazy, but you guys should pat yourself on the back that you understand what it is to be in the first, second, or third person. Are you trying to hypnotize me right now? Me? <laughs> right? There's something she was just like, huh? No, I'm not trying to hypnotize you. No, I'm not. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. Yes, I, I need more caffeine, I think. Anyway. No, I was just curious about that. Like when you said that, because I, I relate to that. And I was kind yeah. of wondering, is that like, you know, that, that feeling of kind of, it's, it's not your organic body. It's, it's like kind of behind you. It's like, you know, and it's observing you and you kind of become that in those situations, yeah. you become more of that. I don't know if I'm, I, I know, I don't think about my, I don't think about seeing myself like I'm like outside of my body. I'm just conscious, kind of like a second person in this duality where I'm playing both roles Yes. But I realized that one of those roles is, is not the dominant. Like this other part of me is the one that's really looking at it going, see, that's the idiot part of you, you know? And I'm like, oh, all right, okay. That's the idiot part of me. Which, which one am I on against? <laughs> right. This is actually a question that somebody sent in, and I thought it was definitely relevant. It's about time stepping. And yeah. I know you don't want to talk about that, but... Um, I didn't say I didn't want it. To, well, all right. I don't want to. Okay, fine. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's about um, if we cannot trust our own memory, then how can we really alter our, um, our past along the lines of time stepping if our memory is wrong? So if our memory is being affected by error correcting code, how can we time well, step well, effectively? You know, here, here, here's the thing. You know, if you're being affected by error correcting code, one, if it's good error correcting, you won't even know that you have been affected. Okay. The point is, is that it's exactly what we were just talking about, about being in the second person and how that, that second part of you is, is a higher awareness. Some people sometimes associate it with, with intuitiveness an intuitive instinct or a sense or, or a kind of knowing and you're at odds with yourself, like, like you're, you're almost arguing with your, your awareness of something um, as to whether you, you think you're correct or not, or why am I spoofed by this? So I think that as you evolve spiritually through your training, you become less affected by error correcting code. It's, it's the thing is, is that you, you may not be able to stop the error correcting code, but you certainly can become aware of it. The, the interesting thing is, is that like anything, you adapt to it being the norm. This goes back to, you know, like, like in Israel and, and Palestine with the mortar rockets going over, when the children first encounter it, they're totally mortified. If you go back six months and they're still living there day to day, you'll see that the kids have learned to block it out and they're, they're playing with their toys and everything else. So even for me, when I'm aware of error correcting code happening, it's almost like I don't, I don't really choose to really be concerned about it. I just accept it like the wind blowing or something rattling or a horn honking in the distance. That's life. And so I think there's a part of you that gets comfortable with that. It doesn't mean that you're not aware of it as you evolve. It's just a matter of like, well, there's not much you can do about it unless there's something really relevant that's happening that would be life-changing. Then you would, would want to find a way to intervene. So 
I, I think of error correcting code being like rain or, or wind or sunlight. To me, it's a, it's a factor of the reality we live in. You could say that wind, rain, sun, which makes heat, does alter our reality. It makes changes for temperature, how it affects us. It makes changes of mood. It makes plants grow or withdraw. I mean, there, there are changes there that are very real. So error correcting code, when we think about that, we think about, I don't know, you know, I, I, I think that what we should make a point of is that error correcting code isn't necessarily moving your door and putting it somewhere else. It's not to say it can't do that, okay? But it's to say that it's doing stuff that's maybe a little bit different. And I think people catch it. I mean, you know, um, I mean, there's got to be times when you guys are, are decided you're getting ready to leave, you go out the door, and it's almost like you're like, wow, my brain just got wiped. Where, what was I doing? Where was I going? And you try to search for, for the meaning of what you were doing, and you're, you're almost dumbfied by the fact of how you just simply forgot that. So is that poor memory? Some people would argue it is. I would say, no, there's something that maybe happened. It's, it's error correcting. And it's altering you from, from doing something or going somewhere or at least slowing you down on purpose to change the timing by which you would arrive where you were going. I mean, I don't want to get too crazy on you guys, but you guys got to think about something. If we are in a matrix and everything's governed by this matrix, what would be the purpose of error correcting code? It means that there are glitches that need to be resolved or that there are constantly changes somehow that we are, are altering. The real question, the real million dollar question is, is what possibly could alter the matrix and have an effect on the matrix that it changed the game? And then all of a sudden the matrix caught that the game changed and now it's trying to recalibrate it to set you in the timing of where you're supposed to be. So remember, as I was saying in Sarun the other night about being observant of those things. I mean, that's how I've done a lot of the stuff that I do is by, I guess, hacking reality. I, I recognize those things probably faster than most people. So I, I trust my memory fine. I just don't think it's, it's relevant for me to be concerned in most error correcting. It's only the big stuff that, that I would pay attention to. And I think anybody who's involved in self-awareness will start catching it and being aware of it. And if somebody were going to ask me, how do I begin to do that? And I would say that goes right back to the ABCs of training as I always, and this is something that, you know, I'm not trying to plug having people come out here. It's just, just the way it is. But when people walk with me and I'm teaching them, I constantly will say, okay, did you feel that? And it's a shift. You feel the shift. It's almost like ear pressure dropping or the sound just drops and it goes quiet or goes really loud. It's like a big shift. And I point that out consistently when I'm with students, even though we could be talking about anything. And then I'll walk and then I wait for them to tell me that they felt the shift to see if they detect it on their own. And nine times out of 10, they do. But that is a change in the matrix. That is, it's not just some, what, what is that? It's like an invisible wall of glass you walk through, but you step through it. And even though you're in the same area you're in, the environment completely changes. Sound changes, the temperature changes, everything changes. Even the feeling in you changes. You could take two steps back and it, it all re like compresses that other environment. It's, it's, it's very interesting. You can step back and forth, but that is an error code change in in the in the moment happening 
and it stitched everywhere, everywhere if you paid attention. So as far as remembering it, but he's not moving. Tracy's just staring me down. Can you guys hear any of this? Yeah, my internet connection is unstable. There it is, now it's coming back. Did you hear everything I just said? Because it was a very private moment. Isaiah has no sense of humor. Anyway. Yes, we can hear you. It's just video is freaking out. Yeah, but I... By understanding that there's these shifts and that you literally feel them, and I've trained you guys to be aware of this, the matrix doesn't want you to be aware of that. So by just doing that, and it's something I do on a regular basis, it keeps you on your A game. And when other phenomena happens, you then don't need to worry about trusting your, your memory. You can observe it as it's happening and it just becomes part of your, your awareness. But like I said, here we go again. Accepting it as being part of the norm, as strange as that may be, is part of the reason why you're allowed to have the memory of it. Putting your spiritual knowledge into practice makes all the difference on the path to becoming one with the universe. But there is a power when we gather and practice together, which is why Eric is teaching a live two-hour class every month. You'll learn new techniques, practice and connect with the Higher Balance community, and create a tuning fork effect that resonates and creates a ripple effect on you for the rest of the month. To access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash Eric Pepin live.